Hey everyone, it's Walker. I just wanted you to know that we are still putting bonus content out there. If you want an extra episode every week, become a subscriber. It's available exclusively on Spotify for just $3.99 a month. Also, anytime we are between seasons and not putting out any free episodes, we will keep the bonus episodes coming. And if you subscribe today, you get access to the back catalog of all the bonus episodes that we've already done that you haven't heard yet. So if you're a hardcore, I don't need an acting class listener, check out the bonus subscription on Spotify. Welcome to I Don't Need an Acting Class with Milton Justice. The self-tape, which is right up there with the close-up, is where we get most exposed because... We think we're listening, but we don't realize that listening is active. There is a point where you realize that you have a tendency to wait for a cue. I I mean, that is the thing, by the way, with self-tapes that I notice right away. With self-tapes, what I notice is that actors are waiting for a cue. And if I say to an actor, you're not listening, the actor will invariably say, I am listening. (laughs) If I were shooting this and all of you were listening, you would realize how active it is. Some people are thinking and taking it in. Uh, Fortunately, this group... I can't tell if anybody thinks I'm full of shit. Uh, I often can. But I mean, there is a play going on when you're not talking. Well, we should have known that all along. We, we, We should have guessed that all along. We have actually known that all along. So, you, you know, again, this is like one of those things we have to learn. It's all active. Same thing with looking out the window. I always think <laughs> you're, lo- you're looking out the window. No, I am looking out the window. No, really, seriously, I'm looking out the window. But it's again, nothing is going on. I always threaten, if, if I find that my actors aren't listening, I threaten them to send them to Meisner classes. And then they all go, ah, ah, anything but that. Please, anything but that. And I've always said, yeah, I don't get it. I'm sorry, but your shirt is blue. My shirt is blue. Your shirt is blue. My shirt is blue. I've never understood how that's going to make me live off of somebody saying to me, what light through yonder window breaks. It's just like, I don't, I never got it. And people have explained it to me and they've demonstrated it to me. And I knew Sandy socially. And he was one of the nicest men I'd ever met. And yet, uh, one of the way uh, Amanda and JP did an exercise, which uh, I think is a great exercise for listening. And they each took a different point of view about whether or not actors should marry. And that it was got so intense. JP said actors should marry and Amanda said they shouldn't marry. 
And so in playing this particular dual actions, you're forced to listen because you have to respond. This is the joy of improv. The joy of improv is that you are forced to listen so you can respond to your partner. How am I not going to get married as an actor, right? I mean, it's, it's not even conceivable, right? Like, how am I going to do a, um, like a self-tape? Um, so I need a, I need somebody to read the self-tape with me, right? What am I going to call one of my buddies? I'm like, at my age, everybody's married. It's like, I got to just do that alone. I got to be married. That is, that's so silly. I don't even know. But it's true. I mean, what do you do? There's plenty of people. Call a friend. Anyone, because it's, but first of all, having to perform, but do that with a, a partner who knows you as something else, it, that just takes you out of, of everything to begin with. So yes, you can find so many other people. I mean, it's a terrible reason to get married, to have a, a permanent reader. I mean, and, and this in, is, again, this is a, a 2023 reader, right? problem. This is a 2023 problem. This is not a, a previous reason to get married. No, I, I listen, obviously it's been a reason, you know, before that too, there's been plenty of reasons an actor should get married. I mean, we, we, I'd love we, to hear some because what I, are we do? What are we doing? What are we doing? Besides, I mean, what does an actor do? An actor is like a living, breathing, walking, talking um, embodiment of art, right? That's what we have to do, right? We're the paintbrush, we're the palette, we're the canvas, right? So, so what is you know, art is like what we're examining. Not to get too you know highfalutin to lose, to use my favorite Brando word, but but it's it's uh, and he got married several times. To to think about. <laughs> What we're going after is uh, the human experience, right? We're 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 living the human experience for people. We're portraying the human experience for people, right? So that's what. Yeah, so there's plenty of human experience that you can use your imagination for. Just because if you have a character who goes into space, doesn't mean that you actually need to go into space. Of course, you can I know. Listen, hey, what am, what am one of my master teachers used to say? I'm playing Juliet. What am I going to do? Drink poison every night. So, you know, the whole problem Pretty much, is, if you're getting married, that is probably what you're going to be doing. Because, I mean, talking okay. about art and creativity, I, I can't think of anything more constricting than being confined to another role. Because when you're married, you're not just being a free artist. You are in a role. You are a husband. You are a wife. You are a couple. And it's great to think that that's not going to happen. I used to think that's not going to happen. And yet you slip into a role. So Absol how then you would take on absolutely. other roles. But isn't that isn't that the actor's quest always to constantly you know remake and, and break the mold? And so who who better not not that we're navel gazers, but that we're self aware, you know, to, to to think that like we ask ourselves what what am I doing here? What was that? What what is it? It's it's actually healthy for the marriage to have an actor in the marriage, someone who's. Um, uh, emotionally intelligent, who's emotionally mature, who's aware of, you know, the dynamics, things that are going between a yes, lot. But right? as far as like adopting different roles in a marriage or otherwise, one of the things that drives marriage into the ground is that people do change. So if you're always taking on another role or you're in a relationship that someone is preventing you from changing and exploring and taking on different roles, and that does not at all is not conducive to sure, sure. If you, if you want to look at, at a glass at a glass half empty way but you say change i say grow and people always can grow they, oh, that's, that's, that's they don't always potential, grow right? they can grow they grow yeah, that's apart the idea. as well yeah. especially if yeah. one person is trying to hold on to the person that they married 
as that person in the snapshot in that time. But, you That's know, not- listen, marriage is about communication. Marriage is about, in any relationship, and, you know, marriage is, to me, it's it's the sort of the, the social, um, for some people, the spiritual um, expression, outward expression of, 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 of human love, of human, you know, uh, connection, right? But for any connection, any any uh, relationship to really work to really last, the, the most important thing is um, being in the same headspace as someone. You know what I mean? And you know, it's not a constant thing, but, but you know, every once in a while, like hopefully once a day, at some point being in the same headspace, connecting with a person. Right. And, and as you're especially doing live theater, that's roles. what we're doing. I'm sorry. Yes, but, how, but with a spouse, you're not going to necessarily be in the same headspace because your headspace is wanting to focus on creating a character, creating your role, but focusing on your art, not Absolutely. focusing on the other person. And yeah, but, but how, is, how, how compromise. How unhealthy creatively to just constantly be in the, I have to create, I have to, I'm doing the, I'm doing the art. There, there's, you know, Brooklyn, I don't know another way shows me you have to separate. Excellence. But so how do you so achieve many, excellence without being that focused? If you're yeah, not, in fact, there was a commencement speech that stars, you have to be all in. So yeah, if you're being distracted all, by right, needs and wants of another person, not to mention living day in, day out. 24-7 with another person is exhausting. It is right. going to right. drain exactly. your creative. I would challenge you to think about it this way. Is it all in? Absolutely. Focus, absolutely necessary. But you can't focus on everything all the time. The, the beautiful thing about marriage, about this commitment, about this, this life partnership, is that it forces you to disengage from the work and have to really engage, like I said, be in the same headspace with someone else so on someone else's time work. frame and schedule i mean you're you're being interrupted by someone else's wants and needs and errands and just day-to-day Listen, functioning of life that doesn't it's not conducive for focus and for just sure, if it's, going if it's into a man, what you listen, need to be people doing. are not if people are not happily married, if people are not communicative, if which is more than fifty percent of the population, if over fifty percent are getting divorced, that just means those are the people who are brave enough to take the step to actually go through, go to an attorney, go pay for all the legal fees. How many people are just existing in unhappy marriages? What, what, and that what, is a, a suck on your creative energy as well, because now your your focus is thrown off as far as thinking about. God, my life is miserable. How, what are you going to do now? You're just existing in this, this state of suck. Well, well listen, I, I would say, of course, you know, uh, the optimist says, look, I mean, good for those people that are getting divorced. They're more self-aware. Now they're looking for something they know they deserve better. They deserve more. That's what the actor, the artist does. I'm, you know, I'm self-aware. I can understand that this situation isn't working. What can I do to grow? Like we said before, what can I do to expand and get better? And also, you can hey, be an listen, independent individual if you want to grow. You can have life. Yeah, but you're never going to. Your never... world shrinks. Your world you're... shrinks. So, suddenly, you're not forced to go make plans with other people to go experience other things because now you're you're a couple. I mean, hell, you can just stay home all the time, watch Netflix, and chill there's no reason to go to the opera go to the theater go try different that's, things that, i mean but that's a challenge right if you want to just accept that this could be just misery and and the ball and chain or if you want to you know um let your world shrink like you said but let your heart grow the, you know you can expand in in the interpersonal relationship in ways like how that's often are we challenged in single person if, as an wow. artist, you need to pull on many different life experiences with yeah, but many that's, different that's, people. That's, you know, that sounds like you know, jack of all trades, master of none. If you really, really explore <laughs> the human condition, you can explore it between two people. 
You can explore master greater than you can exactly, Jack. The what you want to master is your art and your craft and your acting, not master being a husband or a wife in domestic bliss. If but, that's but what you that's put, put your energy toward, that is what you're going to excel at. But if you actually it, want to excel at your art and your craft, then that's what you need to focus on. Right, but what's the what's the what's the source? What's the wellspring for for creativity for an artist, especially for an actor who is an emotional artist, right? An artist of the human spirit, of the human condition. What's what's the 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 palette that we're pulling from, right? The human condition. What's Friendship? the greatest expression of human condition and human literature? It's it love. Is. It's love. And marriage is never about love. love. Marriage has only been about love for about the past two hundred years, thanks to that's, like the troubadours. Before that, it was about joining forces, joining property, joining finances it had nothing to do with love for, for right but but millennia. we've evolved that commitment now that social commitment that legal commitment that binding commitment where it makes binding. You, said, you said it binding yeah someone has to someone has to step up and grow and be mature now to be able to do this and an artist i mean look at a 19 year old actor compared to a middle-aged actor there's 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 no comparing the growth that the older human has. That has nothing to do with marriage. That has but to do with life experience. And you're not going to get life experience if you're in a little cell block called marriage. You have to get out there and explore the rest of the world. Like, there's but, there's but, plenty but of ways to enjoy the human experience. Ah, uh, this is just brilliant. Yeah, does it sound like we're going to get married? Oh my God, this is just everybody come back on. This is fabulous. This was a great kind of discussion slash the action to discuss slash the action to argue. But um, it's, it's a very, you know, it's a very good exercise. If we can learn how to improvise the thoughts that go one to the other um, when we're working on scenes and when we're working, I, th I think that's the sort of thing that that brings it to life i mean obviously the two of you could have gone on forever thoughts uh i thought it was great it was entertaining you're rooting for one but then you're like wait i kind of understand that too <laughs> um i can see both of their points of view Good. and i kind of agreed a little bit with each one yeah <laughs> so no, no, no no i think that's yes i think that is the nature of plays that they are points of view where it's not so clear. Um, it's not so clear. But I also think, you know, God, what a, what a great exercise for understanding your character's point of view and then wrapping around it at some point an action. Uh, we can change actions. And uh, mercifully, Amanda broke through her often superior quality of thinking that JP was clearly an idiot for thinking that. She was actually having a discussion, which means it is possible. Who knew? Yes, I know. Good. Corinne, thoughts? It was like a ping pong match, you know, you, since JP had to listen to what she said and then he had to come back and saying with Amanda, she had to listen to JP and come back. So it's not like it was 
they knew what they were going to say in advance. So you really have to listen and then you really have to say, okay, how do I uh, stand my ground and counteract what he's doing? Yeah, that's really, I, I think that's a, this is what we are aiming for um, when we do scenes. So it, a scene doesn't sound like somebody waiting for a cue. I mean, you know, bravo, the two of you. Uh, you are so committed to your point of view. I mean, that was really it. I think a lot of the work is understanding what is my character's point of view and then talking it out until I'm sure I own it. This is something I learned from being in class with Strasberg. I love to say that because it sounds so controversial. But Strasberg said improvisation is good for the actor because it forces the actor to think. Most of the time, the actor only remembers. And I, 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 th I thought that was good. And it's why I talk out everything. I, I mean, I love talking out. I find talking out makes me own it. And when I talk it out, I know when it's not good. And by the way, that's fine. I love knowing that it's not good. And, and by the way, that will resonate with everything you do. I Don't Need an Acting Class is created and hosted by Milton Justice and produced by me, Walker Vreeland. The opening track is by Jeffrey Keezer called Miram from his album Wild Crafted Live at the Dakota and the closing track is Green Tea by Vendla if you could we would just love it if you would subscribe to the podcast and rate it and review it uh, you can find us online at I don't need an acting class.com and on Instagram at I don't need an acting class as always if you have a question or a comment uh, please email Milton questions for Milton at gmail.com and who knows he might address yours on the podcast so again that's questions for Milton at gmail.com hope you have a great week thank you for listening and we'll see you back here next time <laughs>